Actually, the way you're talking about about uh, Venom and its uh, ability and its desire to remain PG thirteen, but have it be about a, a guy who you know a, a, an anti hero who eats people. Mm-hmm. Anybody, anybody remember the the sci fi TV show Lex? Yes, I have not seen this. Where it tried to be ribald and weird and strange and gross, but because it was on television, it was because on the sci fi <laughs> network they could be none of those things. Right. So it just sort of felt disjointed and stupid and very much uh, of its era it, yeah. i don't know for some reason you talking about venom reminded me of lex yeah it's just like you feel the limitations on it more right. than you feel the thing it's trying to be right because i know that i exist in a world where people are crossing this line and you're trying to get the credit for crossing that line but you're not actually doing it yeah yeah and i think it venom really should have just crossed that line and had some some serious Paul Verhoeven style violence in it. Yeah. Go for, you know, a really good example, the tone that Venom probably should have gone for. Have you guys seen the Ash versus Evil Dead TV show? I have not. No. Um, I, it's actually pretty great. The thing that I love that it does is that it actually amplifies things that most reboot late sequel things are not these days, which is it steers hard into the fact that the main character is like 30 years older. And makes him repulsive. Not only is he 30 years older and has some gray hair, but he also wears a girdle and false teeth. <laughs> and he, it, I, I strongly identify with this character. Huh? <laughs> that, that they do everything they can to make Ash as pathetic and repulsive in every aspect of his life, except for fighting demons. That he's a guy who's amazing at one thing. And that he's a gross weirdo who works at a discount store and the rest of his life. Yeah. And what I kind of love about that is that it is hyper violent and fucked up and funny and it owns its absurdity in how uh, violent it is. And that's the kind of vibe that I think that Venom should have gone uh, for. It could have just leaned straight into being a horror movie, which would, would him being the monster, but the monster being the... And like a splatter comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just make it as gory and ridiculous as possible and let people have those laugh moments. Like there's a bit in like... In Ash vs. Evil Dead, where him and one of his co-workers at the store have to fight some demons, and he's got a chainsaw, and he's like, here, take this bottle, and the guy breaks it, and it's just the little bit of the, the lip part, and a little bit that pokes up, and he's like, eh, it looks pretty sharp, you could use that. <laughs> and, it, and it's just, it's like fucked up. It's really kind of fucked up and weird, and it's... That's it, wrapping up, isn't it, or has it? It completely wrapped up. They okay. did three seasons, and Bruce Campbell said goodbye to the character. But it was a great way to do it, because it sort of also had fun with how unwoke the character was, <laughs> and how deeply uncomfortable this guy who's... Uh, is the greatest time of his life was in the 1980s and now is like occasionally uncomfortably racist and they're like yeah there's a bit in the show where there's an evil double of ash and they're both arguing about whether it's two young sidekick characters which one they're going to shoot and they shoot the one who makes the most racist comment <laughs> and they're like you know well you're racist but you're not that racist and then he <laughs> makes a casual comment that's kind of racist they both kind of give each other a look <laughs> Like, did we get the right one? <laughs> and it's it's little things like that where he's just he's just a bonehead. And mm. I kind of love that that sort of aspect of it is let it be uncomfortable, let it laugh at the main character, let it create an absurdity with the level of violence that it has. And I think that you hit this wall, the Lex wall, I guess we could call it, where you just you want credit for doing a thing that you're not actually doing. Um because you 
can't give up the fact that a, a 17 year old um, is the line where you can let somebody buy a ticket to this movie. But I don't know. Is it weird that we used to live in a time where we all saw R rated movies way too early? Yeah. So and now that's and now I think that's listed in the Geneva Conventions as a war crime. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know when this sort of happened, but I get this sort of impression that one I think more people are going to movies by themselves rather than with their parents. But I think parents have gotten a lot more sensitive to the way things in the world affect their kids. Uh, being the only parent on the po- on the panel right now, yeah, I'd say so. I'd I, certainly I, say so. I thought it was uh, a function of my location change in location, mm-hmm. like because I've I've moved from um, Chicago, which is kind of liberal, but it's a very strange liberal. 